We just finished up a series with our senior pastors last week that we're talking about the end of deception. And um, Pastor Gail touched on hearing the voice of God. And as I was sitting there last week, the Holy Spirit had already been kind of dealing with me about that. And I think that it is something that we can never hear too much because I think at some point in all of our lives, and even now those that are sitting here tonight, there is a struggle to hear the voice of God. There is a struggle to hear God's voice with clarity and with confidence. Hallelujah. And I think that it can never be reiterated too much that the Spirit is always expressly speaking to His people. Um, and we have to be in a place where we are aware and open to hear God's voice. Hallelujah. And when you look in, uh, we understand that the voice, there's sound that is attached to that. And sound has so many different dynamics to it. And there's a range of frequencies of how we interpret. But tonight in St. John, the 10th chapter um, and the 27th verse, hallelujah, very familiar passage of scripture. Jesus makes a statement here and you have to understand who he was talking to. He was speaking to a Jewish audience and he was in the temple uh, on the porch of Solomon and the Pharisees had come to press him about who he was. Um, and he said that he had told them, he had already given them uh, insight as to who he was, that he was the Messiah, that he was the Christ. But they wanted him to say it plainly. And and how many know that when you read Jesus, he very rarely said anything plainly, hallelujah, especially when it came to the religious people because the religious folk were always trying to back him into a corner and make him divulge who he was. But he would often give parables or stories that would give insight to those. And, and many times when Jesus would be talking, he would say, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. And so tonight, we want to talk about the hearing ear and the awakened and enlightened heart. Hallelujah. And there is a question that is being asked on tonight, I believe, by the Holy Spirit. And that question is, what do you hear? Hallelujah. What do you hear? Hallelujah. And so here in St. John, the 10th chapter and the 27th verse, the, the word of the Lord reads, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. When we look at the word here, here in the Greek, it's the word akuo, and it has a twofold meaning, and, and that's what we want to talk about tonight, not just the, the orifice or the facility to hear, but also the comprehension of what is being said. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Gail said last week that when we hear the Spirit, we hear the Spirit with our heart, and yes, we do. Uh, oftentimes, God is speaking to us, and in our personal devotion time, there's no one else around. It's just us and the Holy Spirit, and when our heart is not turned on or awakened, to his spirit or his nature, that is a, an opportunity and an occasion where oftentimes we miss hearing the voice of God. But when you look at the word here, it means to be endowed with the faculty of hearing, not deaf, to hear, to hear something, to perceive by the ear what is announced in one's presence. 
But the definition that I like is to comprehend, and this is where the heart comes in. The hearing ear is important because oftentimes God will speak to us in our horizontal relationships. And the reason that we often don't hear what's being said horizontally is because of how we esteem what's being said by whom. We have respect of person in many cases, and God is just funny enough to give you a word from somebody that you don't like. He's just funny enough to give you a word from somebody that you don't really esteem. And so, as a body of believers, as people, I love the fact that God will not just use people that are of the household of faith. Oftentimes, when I'm out and about, I spoke to an older gentleman this morning. I was having breakfast with him. And, and uh, he just began to say some things that I said, this ain't this man talking. This is God. And I've been saved now, wow, I was thinking about this earlier, 36 years. I received the infilling of the Holy Ghost at the age of 13 on July 15th, 1984. And as I began to reflect over my walk with Christ, we... Many of us have been in church many uh, all of our lives, but many of us had experience with the voice of God before we even started going to church and didn't realize it. If you can remember back to times in your life before you knew God, where you were kept from danger, or you had an uneasy feeling about doing something, that was the voice of God keeping you. And when we think about the voice of God about hearing, we often, often, it's always, uh, we often think about sound, words. But the comprehension in our heart, hallelujah, is the most important part to it. Because you can hear somebody say something, and if your heart is not open, if you don't understand it, if you don't comprehend it, hear, it doesn't mean anything. We are often encouraged and given warnings about things. And even as it pertains to the word of God, when God's word is preached, we hear certain things over and over and over again. And because they stay here and not move here, there's never any change. There's never any movement towards what we have heard, what we have been exposed to. And so tonight... Hallelujah. I want to encourage us. Hearing is not just having the ability to hear. There has to be deliberation in hearing. We have to be intentional about what we hear. God is intentional about everything that he does for us. He hatched a plan before the beginning of time that he would send his son wrapped in flesh to have an experience that to live among us, to live as us, so that when he sent that spirit back, the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, which I like to simplify and say is merely the personality of Jesus. Because even though God was the creator of all beings in heaven and earth, he did not know what the human experience was. 
And he sent his son to have that experience to help us. So what prevents us from hearing his voice? Oftentimes, God is speaking to us and we're not interested in what he's saying. We have an ideology, we have a thought process that is so off base sometimes. God has already told us that his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And so when we uh, begin to, um, when we begin to try to hear the voice of God, there first has to be an interest level. Oftentimes when God is speaking to us, it will definitely go against our flesh. It will definitely be something that may not necessarily be in our agenda or the way that we planned or wanted something to be. And we have to be open to that. Hallelujah. You know, oftentimes people are, they're, they're not willing to be honest about what they're not. But a greater truth and reality is, is that oftentimes we're not willing to be honest about what we are. Hallelujah. You know, as, a, as, a, as it pertains to truth as, and, and as a statement, you know, we often like to use truth on people when we feel like we have the upper hand. We, we try to use truth as a weapon. We try to use truth to put people on blast. But oftentimes when the Spirit is talking to us, We don't want to hear truth. And in order to hear the voice of God, we must love truth. Whether it's truth about somebody else or truth about us, we must love truth so much that when the Holy Spirit comes, because his primary function, the primary goal of the Spirit is to lead and to guide us into all truth, whatsoever things that he has said to us. And when we look at our lives, hallelujah, you know, we as people, we are the sum total of our experiences. We are the sum total of everything that we have gone through. Hallelujah. And, and God is trying to rewrite the program. There have been times and instances, even as many of us have been in church, that things have been said to us by loved ones, by people in leadership, that were not necessarily reflective of the heart of God. And we tend to hold on to those statements, those, those things that have been said to us that hurt us. And I think sometimes we wrestle with hearing the voice of God because God is always speaking positive over us. Even with our flaws and even with the things that we struggle with, God still speaks positively over his people. He does not condemn us, but he convicts us or convinces us of righteousness. Hallelujah. And so what we have to do as the people of God, we have to be deliberate and and being intentional about hearing the voice of God. Because he is always, thank you, he is always, always talking to us. And in my own life, the times that I find that I'm not hearing God is because he's already spoken something and I have not done what he has said for me to do. I find in my own experience, and I know that God is not obligated to repeat himself. 
And we have to be careful to listen. When God is speaking, everybody wants to live their own life, speak their own truth. And God is not opposed to us having hopes and dreams. But I think something that we forget is that God in his sovereignty is concerned about his work. He is concerned about saving souls and bringing the kingdom to earth. And oftentimes we are not focused on what God wants us to do. As I said earlier, we must love truth. We must keep our hearts with all diligence. Proverbs 4 and 23, because out of it flows the issue or the results of life. When God speaks, there's a muscle memory that occurs. We have to remember Not just the words that he speaks, but there's a nature that is always attached to what the Spirit says to us. And that nature is always rooted in love. And sometimes we miss the nature of God because we tend to think that love is always warm and fuzzy and it always agrees with. But no, love, the type of love that God gives us, the type of love that God is, is a love that is based off of wisdom. He loves us based off of what he knows is best for us. And that don't always feel good. It doesn't always make you happy when God is loving on us. Hallelujah. But we have to get serious about hearing the voice of God. Pastor Gail mentioned that He feels that there is something diabolical happening behind the scenes with COVID and there's so much noise. People are in fear. But I'm so glad God has not given us a spirit of fear. But he's given us love, power, and a sound mind. And so what do you hear? Do you hear the negative things that may have been spoken over you by a loved one? A lot of times the negativity that we harbor comes from our own voice because we as people are so easily swayed to be condemned. Sometimes when we feel like we're not adequate or doing something, that voice is so loud in our head. And and even though God will convict us about something, he does not condemn us. And I'm so glad about that tonight. I'm so glad that he says that in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I'm glad that he says over me that I am the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. 
I'm glad that he speaks over me and he says that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. We must be diligent to hear the voice of God. He loves us so much. And sometimes I don't think we really believe that he loves us, which is why we don't hear his voice. Sometimes I think we are just so focused on whatever, not him, that we do not hear his voice. But he loves us. And I don't care what has been spoken over us in the past or even recently, maybe there have been things that have been said to us. God's voice should be louder than any other voice that we hear. It's a still small voice, but it should be louder than any voice that we've heard. And his voice is always there to speak identity over us and in us. To tell us what we are instead of what we're not. Hallelujah. We've been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Yeah, there are things that need to be added to us, but we belong to him. And he loves us. Hallelujah. And when we grab a hold of the identity of who we are in him, we will begin to act differently. We will begin to think differently. Hallelujah. And the voice of God doesn't get louder. We just become more aware of it. Hallelujah. And as we become more aware of the voice of God, the scriptures tell us that they that know their God shall do great exploits. I believe the day is coming that the identity of the church, that we as believers, we will be so solid in our, in our belief and in the foundation of who we are in him that the signs and wonders and gifts of the Holy Spirit will begin to run rampant in the church again. Hallelujah. The world needs an experience with God. And guess how they're going to get it? They're going to get it through us. We are him in the earth. Hallelujah. The apostle Paul said that the kingdom does not advance in word only, but in power. And we have been given the spirit of power. We have to believe when God tells us to do something, I'm like, Lord, is that really you? Well, would you think to do that? Go pray for that person. Oh, that's just me. I'm No, that ain't you. Because most of us, if we're honest as believers, we ain't ready to jump up and go pray for nobody. So when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, it is to propagate and promote the kingdom. And guess what? When he tells us to do something, we have to stop being so worried about the results of what he tells us what to do. Yeah. God tell you to go pray for somebody and you, well, what if they don't get healed? That's not your concern. Just go pray for them. Because even 
if the healing doesn't come right away, the Bible says that they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Sure, there are instances where miracles will happen immediately. But in that regard, if you pray the prayer of faith, they will recover at some point. So we have to take us out of the equation. Hallelujah. We have to be willing and open vessels. Willingness to hear the Spirit is also another reason why we don't hear him because we're not willing. We, we just, our will is not lost in his will. He is the commander of the army. And what army do you know that does not listen to their commander? If the troops don't listen to the orders that the commander has given, the battle will be lost every time. There'll be chaos. There'll be mayhem. So let's purpose in our hearts, people of God, that we will listen for the voice of God. That we will be willing agents, even if it's uncomfortable. Because oftentimes it is. I'm finding that the longer I work with God, yeah, don't don't get me wrong, being saved is wonderful. We have wonderful experiences with God. But by far and large, the majority of the experiences that I've been having lately with the Holy Spirit have been uncomfortable. Because he's trying to pull us out of our comfort zone so that we will do his will. I love what Pastor Gail taught on... uh, Matthew 24, and it really blessed me um, Thursday night because we have often thought that as we get closer to the coming of the Lord, that things are just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And really, we are the light at the end of the tunnel for the world. As things seemingly get darker in the world, the church should be a bright beacon of hope and light. And we cannot be that beacon of hope and light if our ears and our hearts are not attuned to his voice. So be encouraged tonight. Hallelujah. Be encouraged because he loves you. He loves you, and he's there, and then there is nothing that catches him by surprise. He is omniscient. He knows all things. He knows our beginning from our end. And although it may catch us by surprise, it does not catch him by surprise. And he has made provision for us in every situation. We have been given all things that pertain to life and godliness In Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. And know that God is with us. He's there to lead and to guide us. Hallelujah. He knows the plans that he has for us. 
plans that are good and not evil to give us an expected end. To give us an expected end. He is there. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to ask everybody to please stand. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your goodness and for your mercy. God, we love you on tonight and we trust you, God. But there are some times, God, that we don't hear your voice, God. And Father, we want to be better at that. Help us to open up our hearts, oh God, so that when you speak, we hear you. And God, not that we just hear you, oh God, but that we're able to comprehend and, and interpret your heart, oh God, so that we may show forth your heart in the earth. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, that, Father God, anybody that is under the sound of our voice, oh God, that is struggling with identity on tonight, God, I pray that your voice would be so loud and so clear that you would speak over them, oh God, that they are loved. Hallelujah, oh God, that they are powerful. Father God, that you are with them. God, and that in every aspect of their life, they have never been by themselves. Father God, we just love you on tonight. Hallelujah. We honor you. We glorify you, Lord, because you are worthy of all praise. God, there is none like you. Father, we give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you on tonight. Amen. Continue to keep Pastor Gail and Pastor Shawnee in prayer. Amen. And we'll see you next week. All right. God bless you.